Welcome back to a Love Like This podcast. We are so glad you are here. Join us as we share the stories, memories, and messages that help shape not just our lives, but the lives of our incredible guests. Together with some of our amazing friends, inspirations, and teachers, we bring you stories of faith journeys, life lessons, and advice, all centered around building an abundant life. You have a place here, you have a purpose here. So here we go. Hey everyone, Abby and Paige are actually away at the moment. So for once, they get to play the role of the guests and they jumped on a Zoom call with myself and our sister Mia. Today we talk all about what it means to be childlike, how we can bring back a sense of innocence and play into our lives, how the world really is just like a neighborhood and that we should all go out and explore it. And lastly, what we wish our younger selves would tell us now. My sisters have always been my closest neighbors. Take care and enjoy. Okay, let's talk about childlikeness. So we were by the pool before with mum and I was um, talking about it with mum and I was brainstorming some ideas about sort of, I guess, things that we could touch on. And I came up with the question for us all to answer. Can we answer it? <laughs> okay, it's what were the things or like what are the things, um, no, what were the things that you used to do as a kid that you feel like you've lost now? Oh my gosh. Mm, let me think. Yeah, take some thought. Who's going to go first? You can go first. Do you have something that? Came to what? Yeah, it's something because I have something. I'm go oldest to youngest. Mia goes first <laughs> and then Abby goes last. Okay, <laughs> oldest to youngest then. I think for me, it's probably studying things. I used to really love studying different things and really, really jumping in and diving in deep to them. And I guess it's just because I had so much time on my hands to be able to do that. But I remember one point when I was kind of late primary school, I was so obsessed with Yosemite and national parks in America. And I wanted to be a park ranger for the longest time. And I remember I researched it so much and I made like a little folder with heaps of um, information on different, you know, things about the park and the animals. and As in like, you know, their poo. <laughs> literally used to be able to recount every animal's type of scat to us. Yeah. My dad bought me a book called Scats and Tracks of... um. Yosemite and it had different pictures of like their little tracks and scats. Do you guys remember we used to play like the guessing game? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Mia, I feel like you were so passionate about studying Yosemite and you really wanted to um, become a teacher ranger. I think that's what you called it. So Mia would be a student. So Mia would close her bedroom door and I remember you you cut out all the pictures of all the animals in Yosemite and you stuck them up on the wall and you'd had labels and we had to try and like guess which animal like was what because you were, you felt so passionate about it. I don't know why. I just wanted to be a park ranger with like the little hat and the uniform and the badge. And yeah, I was just so interested in the, like, you know, the, the environment there and the animals and things like that. So I think I've really lost that, which is sad. Like your like willingness to learn things that aren't just like self-development or career improvement or like yeah. just learning for the yeah, sake like of learning. So random. Yeah. I get that. Keep that, Mia, keep that in your head. Okay. Ben, what's yours? What's something that you feel like you've lost? Um, it's not so much something I think I've lost. It's more something that I think has changed. And that's, uh, being able to visualize your imagination really, really clearly. So like, as you get older, you know, you come to experience the world in a way that starts to change the way that you can express your imagination in the real world. It's like a a good example of this is like me and my friends used to like play with lightsabers that were never actually there. Or like when you girls were kids, like chasing fairies around the backyard or, you know, just having these really visual interpretations of what we're thinking of and then actually 
enacting that in real life. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. as I've gotten older, I'm still like a goofball. Like I still do things like that all the time, but it takes a lot more energy to cultivate. It's not like I'm actually living through it. And I always yeah, think of I that like Bridge to Terabithia. Like it's, yeah, it, know, it seems yeah. so real when you're kids and then as you grow older, you kind of lose that. But I, I don't know if that's something you can help. You know, I think that it's just, it just happens as you kind of grow up and grow older. But I think okay. it's, it's yeah, kind of sad I to lose, but yeah. Yeah, keep hold on to that, like hold on to it, the thought, because we're going to talk about how we can, I guess, incorporate those things back to our lives now. Oh, okay. And I think that there are still ways that you can incorporate it. Because I was going to kind of related to that point before I get to what I feel like I've lost. Like, I feel like with Ben, there's so many things that he does that reminds me of when he was young. <laughs> like when we're doing the Christmas light. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or oh, Halloween last year. Yeah, yes. Halloween. So, <laughs> yes. Okay, what's yours? Something that I feel like I've lost that I have when I was little. Probably like Ben, my imagination. I feel that like I was always outside like always Mm. pretending to be a mermaid one day and swimming in the depths of despair and trying to rescue Abby from the seaweed Mm. or like climbing a tree and turning into a pixie and flying into the moon Mm -hmm. I don't know I feel like that's not that I would do that now like not that I'll go in my backyard and pretend to be a freaking fairy but like something that I used to do when I was little was just be outside and that's something that I've lost is that like that desire and that wanting to like adventure out and do that. I've just lost that. We were such scruffy kids now that I'm thinking about it. Like we were outside <laughs> yeah. with those shoes on kids, all the time. Like, my kids, had kids, she was like, my kids are going to wear shoes outside. Nope. That did not happen. I was no barefoot. Way. <laughs> I think 80% of my childhood I was barefoot. And we used to get really tan because we were outside all the time. Um, I think that if I were to think about something that I feel like I've lost, well, I, similar to Ben, I don't think it's something that I've lost. I just think it's something that looks different now that I'm older, um, but definitely something that I can go back to every now and then is as a kid, and I think you all can agree with me on this one, is that I was a really confident kid. Like I, I'm glad there's there are some things that I did as a kid that I'm glad I let go of, like my bossy nature and um kind of let it go there. Yes, I have. <laughs> and um being sassy. But again, it's those I think the the positive things that I had when I was a kid is stuff like, I don't know, I would always be a perfectionist. Like if I were, I used to love drawing as a kid and if I were to draw a picture and it wasn't perfect, like it's teared out and I'm drawing it all over again. Um, And I think that that's come into play now because I always want to be in charge of things. Like I want to be the planner and organizer and all the things. Um, and I, and I love doing that, but I think something that I feel like I've lost is that confidence within those things. Like, um, my ability to draw, I don't draw anymore just because I can't be bothered just because I'm on my phone all the time or like the um, self doubt about it. Yeah, exactly. Just thinking that I don't have it all or similar Mm. to what Mia said. I love what Mia said about how she used to spend time studying things that genuinely were just such random things, but were actually really cool. Like, I know when dad's spitting out facts to me, I'm like, how does he know this stuff? Or, you know, you guys know I love space. Like, why am I studying space anymore? It's just stuff like that that I can be using my time doing, but I don't do it anymore. Um, Something that you said that you were just talking about more personality stuff. Like, because doing stuff is different now that we're older. But in terms of personality, I feel like when I was a young kid, and tell me if you disagree with this, but I think you'll all agree. I used to be like so nice. <laughs> You're still I used to so be, nice. What you are you were talking the nicer about? twin. Abby was definitely the bossier one, I think. Yeah, that's oh, really yeah. Abby, Abby was just aggressive, but it was good because I was an aggressive kid too when people disagreed. Yeah, no, no, so we turned up. Things have switched though, like since we've gotten older. When we were little, Abby was mm. always the big boss, the big scary boss. <laughs> And I just used to cop it and just listen. The thing that I love about it, though, is because Mia and Paige were always sort of like the, 
Pink I don't want to say girly girls. Yeah, it was always sort of Paige and Mia. And <laughs> Paige and Mia would be the ones like straightening their hair, like watching Britney Spears with like Mia's pink camera and like on her CD player. And then Ben and I would be the ones in the wrestling match. Like <laughs> it was those type of things. Um, but holding on to all of ideas, how do you think like we can incorporate, I mean, I guess if you wanted to incorporate them back in your life today, like how do you think you could do that? So like I said, for mine, it's, I don't think it's necessarily something that I've lost, but it's something that you have to work a lot harder towards doing. It's like a really good example is like when I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons, like with my friends, it's like in that moment, you're not focusing on anything at all, but playing. And because it's like, you're inherently, you know, pretending to be someone else, like you're playing a character. It's like, you, you feel a lot more like a kid because you're not thinking about everything else in the world. And I think that the lesson from that is that if you want to be more childlike and you want to materialize your imagination a lot more, you have to remove as many external factors as possible, whether that means like, okay, throwing your phone aside, um, you know, locking yourself purely in a, in an environment where there's no technology, whether it's the dinner table or a restaurant or whatever it is, you know, it's like going for a walk. Okay. Let's leave the AirPods at home or you know, things like that. Just giving yourself enough room and space to create the experience that you want, because if you let all these distractions and I guess burdens on your mind stay there, then it's almost like your, your imagination is like trying to break through something. Whereas if you can remove those barriers, it's almost like it's free flowing. You know, you can, you can enjoy it and make fun really, really easily. And it's like that day, like Halloween last year, I remember I had to study or I had work to do or something like that. And I was like, you know what? No, nah, not, not happening today. It can wait till tomorrow. This whole day purely dedicated to decking out the house in Halloween, you know, decorations with that Abby. Was so funny. So I'm like in the garden, cutting down sticks and trees, but like, oh, I can use this rusted shovel covered in mud as this. And then mum screamed at yeah. me because I brought mud in the house. I'm like, mum, I literally feel like an eight-year-old right now. Like, please let that's me do what, this. Ben, that's what you we so used to excited do. Too. That's what we used to do as eight-year-olds. Like there's still tape marks on the, sh- I don't actually think dad painted over them. There was like for years, the tape marks on the um, shed door because we would get like an aerial view from the top of our shed and map out like this walkthrough that we want to do. So yeah. even now, <laughs> like when grandpa's in the back of his garden, like doing gardening work, he finds like little trinkets that we used to put in our fairy houses. That are literally there like 10 years later. Seriously, little dolls and it just and brings stuff. back like nostalgia. What about, what about you, Mia? How do you think you can incorporate what you said? Mm, into life I now? think what Ben said is actually so applicable to me as well, because when I think back to when I was little and I would invest so much time in studying these cool things that really aren't that important. And I mean, when you look at it on the surface, they're not really things that are going to benefit me or anything, but I think it was just being so um, focused on one thing at a time, because I remember when I would lock myself in our study room to just, I I used to go through the encyclopedias and I would, you know, um, go through books that I borrowed from the school library and things like that. And I was just so focused on that. I didn't have, you know, things on my mind like, oh, I have to get back to this client or, oh, I have to be here at a certain time. And it it just felt like there was all the time in the world to focus on that one thing. And I think that's what I really miss is just having time to invest in something and focus on it with all of your might. Um, Because now I guess when I do study things, I'm so um, like not really there. I'm not really focused on it because there's so much other stuff going on in my mind and in my head that I can't really focus on what's in front of me. So I think for me, it's just making the time and making the space to 
be focused on one single thing at a time. Mm, so true. So true. What about you, Paige? To incorporate it. Mm-hmm. I think like what Ben was saying, to limit distractions and stuff like that. For me, if I want to get outside more, like I need to get off my phone more and get off my bum <laughs> get off my bum more and also like it sounds so stupid but also like allow yourself to do it because there's so there's so many parts of me that want to like go out and build a base again in the backyard I'm like no like I'm 19 like I don't want to do that that's why I, th- I think the hardest thing as you're getting older is everything has to have an objective behind it it's like yeah, okay yeah. I have to study so I get good grades I have to cook dinner so that it tastes good and we can eat it I have to you know go out with friends that I'm enjoying you know having a social life it's like when you're talking about, oh, I just want to go outside and play. It's like mm. there's no there's no outcome from it. I think that's what's missing in a lot of people's lives is just play. And Ben always says to me, and I always remember this, every time I'm feeling like a bit stuck or I'm in a rut or something, Ben's like, you need novelty. You need to add a bit of novelty into your life. And it's so true. Like you think about it when you're a kid, you would just play and you would just be free and you didn't have things um, tugging you one way and pulling you the yeah. other way. And there was, like, excitement behind it. Like, do you remember getting home from school? Obviously, this is very different, but, like, still kind of the same. Getting home from school, like, getting your homework done and then just having, like, the whole night. Well, like, yeah, I'll never forget. And I think I think that's – I love that point that you guys made about allowing yourself to play more. It's actually something that I wrote down is to actually – I'm pretty sure Ben said this before – is to incorporate time within your agenda, within your weekly of work, to play. Be like, just rule out, like, two hours. Be like, nothing's on right now. What am I going to do? Like, what's something creative I could be doing? Like, and talking about the excitement behind it, I'll never forget, like, I used to get excited by just going to, like, going to sleep and then waking up in grandma's room, seeing the sun glares hit the wardrobe and being like, oh, my gosh, it's like a sunny Saturday on summer. Like, what are we going to do? And, like, Paige and I built a lemonade stand that day, like, just to give lemonade to grandma's friends. So, yeah, I do think that it's important to incorporate time to play and stuff like that. And I think... I think for me, um, being more curious, like what Mia said, it that is something that it doesn't come naturally, but it also is something that we're gifted with. Like we are gifted with the with the gift of curiosity. Like why aren't we, I guess, using that to our advantage? Like why aren't we, I guess, um, making moves on how we can be curious more? Like if I I'm curious it's, about- It's even more sad, especially like I'm thinking about some of the older people that I know in my life, like obviously parents who have kids that are now grown up and that incentive to play, there's, there's nothing there that's getting them to do that. It's like, we're lucky, like we're still fairly youthful. Like we still have spare time where we can, you know, go out and do things that we want to do. Whereas like, I feel like for people that have lived a life that's been so controlled by, you know, having kids or having a spouse or having to work full time that now that they have the time in their life, they can't bring themselves to do it, whether it's, you know, come from routine or habit or mindset or whatever it is. It's, I think people need to acknowledge that they have more time in their day than what they think they do and a lot of the time is just wasted doing the things that you're used to whether it's watching tv or whether it's you know taking extra long showers i'm definitely guilty of that but you you know what i mean like it's it's the people who i'm thinking who do the same thing every day like you're watching the news in the afternoons it's like you should be using this time to you know cultivate the life that you want to live and it's the same for like retirees or middle-aged, but whatever it is, you know, it's people forget that there's enough time in the day to have fun and to be youthful. And I don't care if that even just happens on Saturdays. Like put the whole rest of your week aside. Just don't get, you know, don't get stuck in the trap of thinking that things can't be youthful and can't be fun. And, you know, you might be old, but, you know, there's definitely a child still there somewhere. 
so true. So what do you think, like, if we're talking about our own, I guess, childlikeness and just then, Ben, how you were referencing about living a life that we want to live, how do we think that us being child, like having childlikeness um, is, I guess, a positive thing on other people? Like, how does that then allow us to have better connections with people? Oh, that's a good question, actually. I think that people always want to, um, that everyone wants to have fun. Right, like yeah, inherently, yeah. no one wants to be, you know, upset and grouchy or have friends that aren't, you know, playful. And I think people who do have friends, if you think really deeply about them, then I mean, like, think hard. Like I'm asking you now, like, when was the last time you genuinely had fun with your friends to the point where mm-hmm. you're not thinking about things, you're not judging other people, you're not judging what you're doing, you are legitimately having fun. And I think that when people who want that honest playfulness in their life, when they see other people doing that, it's almost like what I was saying before. Like, there's no barriers to connect with them because it's like you're having fun. I don't know, like cleaning the tech room at church the other day, like everyone was just having fun doing it. It's like, I barely know these people, but I want to be friends with them because they're so carefree in a way. Yeah. And something else that I want to bring up, like what you just said, it's so easy to kind of go like people, this isn't me like judging or condemning or anything like that. But a lot of people's idea of fun is like going out clubbing and drinking to your heart, you know, anymore like that's their version of fun but for me in my eyes and I feel like for us poor kids and like so many other people like fun is so much more like wholesome and innocent than what the world makes it out to be it's like when you think of fun I don't know why the worldly part of my head goes to just drinking well there's a really big difference between having fun and being entertained Mm. it's like when you're out drinking or you're clubbing it's like you're just getting all these like dopamine hits it's like oh cute guy looked at me oh I'm looking really pretty oh this song's such a 2000s jam ushers year on like damn i'm having so much fun this is lit you know what i mean like your your brain is literally being told that this is such an entertaining experience i love it i think something that that ties this all really nicely is like i gotta read out the lyrics from child again because it's the best need to breathe song but um it starts by saying yeah i know too much i think i know my way around too smart to feel a heartbreak now too old to let my safeguards down where'd the wonder go trading magic for a measured hope trading dreaming for a worn out home tired of being in control so it's pretty much saying like you know you're trading this magic and this inspiration and this joy for something that you think you can control and the only way to kind of get back to being a child again is if you let those safeguards down and like you let those limitations go and i think that that takes a really really conscious effort to do and i think that's where people get so caught up in it yeah and i think i've said this sorry mia um i think i said this in like our adventure you oh, i don't know if i've said it in the disney one but maria goth like remember how she said that god made this earth for us to play in like if you look at it like a big playground it almost like mm. reminds you to just don't take everybody and we've spoken about this before but like having a childlike faith because God is so big and our human minds are so small in comparison to him like coming to him like a child I think as well like what um what we're all talking about about you know getting outside and playing and doing the things that make us feel like a kid again is I think it, it does remind you and it opens your eyes to see so much of this world because mm. I think sometimes like I feel bad for you guys that you were like stuck at home while we were having this awesome adventure but um I, when I was when we were snorkeling like I remember I was floating sorry I keep referencing this trip it honestly was just it's so necessary to talk about because I loved it so much but I was in the water and I was just floating and I could kind of see like I lifted up my goggles and I was just looking around at this beautiful scenery and it allowed myself to be like I just can't like 
you can't, you don't know what's on the other side of saying yes to experiences like that. You know what I mean? Especially with people and um, the ability to go on adventures and the ability to be a kid again, like snorkeling, like I love snorkeling. I just did it because like it's whatever. Like you don't know what's on the side of those like little, you know, moments of spontaneity. Like I think that those are, those are the moments that will treasure forever, like I said before. Mm. Why are you laughing at that, Mia? I think it was the way you said spontaneity. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say spontaneity. I said spontaneity. Something that I think is important to mention as well and I was talking to you girls about this today is it's obviously the neighborhood series right so neighborhood obviously is a metaphor and an, and is an analogy is a metaphor or an analogy for you know your friends your community around you but I also think that you know your neighborhood is a metaphor for the way that you live your life it's the world that's waiting for you you know, it's like as kids, you played in your neighborhood, like you ran around the streets, you kicked the soccer ball, you played backyard cricket, you know, your neighborhood was the place that you explored and you loved and you found that sense of adventure. I'm not going to go into adventure because we have a whole episode about that. But if you have the mindset that the world is your neighborhood, then go out and explore it. Everything will feel familiar to you because it's close to home. Yeah, mm. so good. And you want to be a neighbor, a good, that good, friendly neighbor. Mm. Friendly neighborhood, Spider-Man. Can I add one little thing in here as well, if you guys don't mind? Um, I was going to say this whole conversation on being childlike or having a childlikeness and talking about play and childhood and things like that. I feel like I've had a bit of a revelation just in this conversation because I feel like for the last few months, my life has been really heavy and burdened and I have not really made a conscious effort to have fun. And I feel like this whole conversation has just totally reminded me of, I know it's one of my favorite verses. It's one of your favorites as well. And it's Matthew eleven twenty eight, And it says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And, you know, that's the life that Jesus offers us. And I think, you know, when we remind ourselves of that, it's like Jesus wants us to have a, a life that's, that's, I mean, we know life isn't going to be easy, but in him, life can be easy no matter what we face. And even when we are taking life too seriously and we're not making time for fun, um, I think we need to come back to that place and just remind ourselves that, you know, in our faith and as people of faith, we we do have, um, you know, the ability to live a life that's easy and light. And I, I really love that. Mm, I think it's cool that you reminded yourself of that. Even this afternoon, me is like, you know, I'm gonna, I want to work back. Like I told myself I was going to finish early and I just sent her this message and I was like, Mia, come and sit on my outside deck with me. It's really nice. You know, you're not promised another afternoon like today. And then WWJD, what would Jesus do? And then two minutes later, I just see her little walking out of the driveway, holding her little Bible, like you convinced me. <laughs> also, if it's okay, I'm just going to add as well, just um, with the question that you guys asked before about how we can use um, our childlikeness and play and everything to connect better with other people. I think, you know, as, um, as people of faith, we always want to be as much like Jesus as we possibly can. And if Jesus's um, yoke is easy and his burden is light, then shouldn't we try to be that for other people as well? And I mean, I'm not saying that we can ever, ever amount to what Jesus is, but we can try. And if we can be that person that people go to because, you know, we're fun and we're lighthearted and we don't take life too seriously. I mean, I think that's a great thing. And I think that's a way we can carry um, that childhood lightness throughout our adulthood as well. Mm. And I think on the, the flip side of that too, is everyone knows that guy who like never grew up. It's like you're, yeah, you're 40 and you got nowhere in life. You were, 
literally like a kid. So I think there's a, a difference between being immature and being childlike because like you can foster your maturity and you can become a better person whilst taking those attributes of being a kid, you know, being innocent, being playful, having fun, all those things without sacrificing your wisdom yeah, or intelligence. Yeah, that's or, so, so true. It's about taking the best bits of both seasons of life and, yeah, taking the best parts of them and putting it together and, you know, after that you've got a pretty well-rounded person, I would say, and, yeah. I wish there was, like, something you could put on, like, your bedroom door and, like, every morning you, as you walk under, you, like, bash your head on it and then it says, you know, remember to be a kid today because <laughs> it's so easy to forget. That's what, that's what I, you literally, when you said behind your bedroom door, that literally just reminded me of behind my bedroom door literally, like, growing up. Like, Abby and I used to watch this movie called 16 Wishes. Do you remember that movie? Gosh, every time I see candles, like birthday candles that are long, like the long I just think of that movie. And I used to write like a list of things that I wanted to do, like days leading up to my birthday. Okay, we're talking about being children again. Imagine that little Mia that was like wanting to be a ranger. And she was sitting in front of you right now. Or Ben, that little black ops, I don't even know, little creative <laughs> kid. Or like Abby, like that little bossy kid in the wrestling match. Like if you were face to face them right now, what is something that you would say to them? Or rather, what they would say to you. Mm. What they would say to you. Oh my gosh. Well, no, like, what, what would you <laughs> want? Like what would we want them to say to us? Never lose your dinosaur. <laughs> that is such a good reference. It, it does fit. Mia said, don't lose your dinosaur. Yes. If you guys, yeah. If, if you guys haven't seen this movie called Step Brothers, there's this movie where Doback is talking to his son Dale and he wants to be a drummer and he wants to get up on stage and play the drums. And the analogy he uses is when he was a kid, he just pretended and loved being a dinosaur. He used to roam around the backyard with his arms up and he used to act completely like a T-Rex. And he says to his son, you know, don't lose your dinosaur. So kids, <laughs> don't lose your dinosaur. There's a good lesson in all Dad of that. Dad says all the time too. Dad says all the time too. Dad has that hand just, yeah, he does that. <laughs> um, okay, what's the, so are we saying what, what, what's something we would say to our younger selves or what is yeah, something? No, I think, um, mm, hope your younger self No, like if you were sitting at the, if you were sitting right next to little Ben or little Mia or little Abby, what would you want them to say to you? Like, I think there's probably two things I would like to hear. And I think the first one is to keep prioritizing play. And the second one would be, Gosh, if I could just always remember that, you know, God's plan for our life was for it to be light. And I think I would just love to remind myself of the verse we were talking about before. I think it's so powerful and, you know, no matter what happens in life and how, um, you know, busy, stressed or how adult like we feel, you know, like we always say to each other, oh, I feel like I'm adulting now, like I'm such an adult. Um but just because you are an adult doesn't mean you have to lose the lightness and the easiness of being a kid. I think it's really important that, yeah, you just carry that through your whole life. So, yeah, I don't know if my little self would say it in those exact words, but. I feel yeah. like your younger self would have said the word prioritize. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I think um, for me, it's pretty similar to me. I would want to tell you know my older self that in life, you're going to have to make sacrifices and I read something really cool the other day. It pretty much said um, it was defining retirement. And it said that retirement is the the day when you stop sacrificing your time now for something that will come in the future. And so I think that you have to acknowledge that as you're growing up and as you're building a life, you know, you're going to have to make certain sacrifices and certain trade-offs to build the life that you want, whether that's working or um, putting in extra effort at university or whatever it is. But I think I would want my younger self to say, you know what, those sacrifices are going to come but don't let them overwhelm and take over your life that you lose sight of your potential to dream. 
and to build a magnificent life that you cultivate yourself. I think people get so trapped in, you know, coming to terms with that, you know, there are all these limitations in the world and my life's only going to be as big as what it is. It's like, I, I, as a kid, you, you know how big the world is and you know that it's completely in your, in your reach. You can do whatever you want to do. You want to be an astronaut, you can be an astronaut, you know? So it's, it's understanding that, look, older Ben, I know that there's going to be times where you're going to have to work, where you're going to have to, you know, um, sacrifice time or going on trips with your family to, to do certain things, but don't lose sight of the dreams that you have and the fun that's out there for you. What about you girls? What, what would you say? Or what would you want to hear? think that um I feel like I would hope my younger self says to me um to oh my god this is actually so hard I've never thought about this before like you ask this question what would you want to hear what would I want to hear I feel like okay I would want to hear my younger self say to me that um like who I am now meaning like my younger self who I am now will never change just in spite of what people um, throw at you or in spite of the circumstances that happen around you, like who you are is always there mm. and you just have to have the ability to tap into me because I'm not changing and I feel like a little bit of context is that when Paige and I went through all those years of bullying, obviously every season of life that you go through is intentional but I do think that a lot of who I truly was was clouded and I, and I, and I hid away for a long time because I was trying to be all these other people really like majority of the first three years of high school I tried to be other people and it wasn't until I got the freedom where obviously I like became Christian everything where I came back to those roots of like who Abby actually is so I think she would say to me I would hope she'd say is yeah like I'm I'm always here and similar to what Ben said is that go see how big this world is go see how big God is um and go love people in big ways I think that's something that I didn't do much as a kid. I tried to. I always had like this care for people. Um, But yeah, I would hope Abby would say that. And I think then something that you said before, something that Bob Goff always says, he always says, um, classical referencing Bob Goff, he always says, know know why you're doing what you're doing. So like if you need a reminder to be a kid again, wear a Mickey Mouse watch like what Bob Bob Goff does. You know what I mean? Something like that. Yeah, I hope that Abby would say to me that, like to remind me that she's always there and she's always been there. I think, I think you should definitely me, say that. I think for me, a lot of like my, I guess, um, probably since I was like 10, as young as 10, I've lived a lot of my life comparing, like comparing myself to other people. And I would hope that like little page could, I don't know, would say like stay in your lane. Like don't change for anyone. Cause there were so many times where I was like, when you're a kid and like you're little and stuff, you're yourself. Like you're 100% yourself. Like probably the most authentic you like you'll ever be. And I remember like being that and then changing so many different times that I almost like I'm at the, like I came to a point in my life where I'm like, I don't even know who I am because of that much change and stuff that happened to my identity and stuff. Obviously that change and I found God because my identity is found completely in Him. Well folks, hopefully by now you're starting to feel like you're a part of our own little neighborhood. If you want to be more childlike, there's a couple of things you've got to do. First off, try and remove as many distractions as possible. If you want to be present with your friends, leave your phones at home. If you want to enjoy being outside, leave the AirPods at home. Whatever it is, try and remove all the obstacles that stop you from materializing your imagination. Sometimes this is really hard because they're emotional and mental obstacles. Second, always remember that the world is just like your neighborhood where you grew up. It can be as familiar as you want it to be. Go out and explore it, come to know it. Lastly, reflect on exactly what you would want to hear from your younger self. You never know, you might tell yourself something useful. Have an amazing week, everyone. I apologize that the Twinkies were on Zoom today, but they'll be back on the mics before you know it. 
please guys go out, explore the world like it's your own neighborhood. Go talk to your neighbors, talk to your friends, bring a smile to people's faces and keep on keeping on. Love you guys. Peace out.